Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voison, the author and the host of Inside Personal Growth. And today joining me on the line from Seattle, Washington is Carrie David Richards. And he is the author of many books, but the one we're going to be discussing today is called Get Clutter Free for Life and in parentheses this weekend. Good day to you, Carrie. How are you doing? Hi, good morning. Thanks for uh, having me. Well, we appreciate having you on the line and speaking about your book, and I'll give you an opportunity to mention your other books as well toward the end of the podcast. But um, I happen to be, the way I came upon you, uh, Carrie, was really by accident. I saw, uh, I do a lot of research on authors, I do a lot of research on different topics, and I saw your book here about getting clutter-free and doing it quickly. Um, I also saw that you kind of put yourself out there as a minimalist. So uh, it intrigued me. And I'm going to let my authors know just a tad bit about you. Um, Carrie, the author of this book, is an entrepreneur and a coach, seeker of the truth. Uh, Carrie David Richards has been, he's made his mission to bring high-quality, down-to-earth, actionable methods and strategies to the concept of the laws of attraction. Uh, his career as a corporate sales professional gave him the perfect training ground to test and perfect his theories and ideas. Now his years of research and study are being brought forth and offered to you, the listeners, in hopes that it be able to clarify some of the misconceptions common to the theory of universal law and how it works and lives. Uh, he lives in Seattle with his wife, Jeannie, Jeannie, and he has been there quite some time. And if you want to learn more about him, uh, you can just type into Google. He's got a website. Yours is Improve Mind. Is that correct? Improvedmindpub.com, yes. Okay. So um, this book really intrigued me, and I downloaded it to the Kindle, and thank you for that. You mentioned in the book the why you wrote the book. The section that you struggled with was clutter in your life, most of your life. And I think to many of my listeners out there today that are listening in, uh, they certainly deal with similar issues, whether it's clutter of the mind, clutter of the soul and the spirit, clutter of wherever. What happened to you to help you get the clutter out of your life? And why do you call yourself, quote, a minimalist now? Yeah, um, I think uh, the the uh, impetus for happened about eight or nine years ago. Uh, as I as I said, as you mentioned, uh, I spent uh, many years as a as a corporate sales executive um, in the real estate business as well as in the packaging industry, and um, I'm also a bit of uh, uh, afflicted by uh, uh, you know ADD and a right brain sort of thinking. <laughs> If you will, uh, you know, I mean, I'll lose my car keys, uh, or you know, forget where I'm going on the freeway and go past the exit, you know. Uh, so, uh, you know, having grown up with that uh, that type of thing, um, I was uh, I was pretty much a, a you know a walking mess waiting to happen. You know what I mean? Um, and for years, I spent years that way, um, and then about eight or nine years ago. It was 2008. Um, 
you know, working 60, 70 hours a week and, uh, and uh, you know, working on a, a real estate uh, development project, uh, you know, in my spare time. Um, and my wife and I had, a, had a, about a 3,000 square foot, you know, split level house um, in, a, in a suburb of Seattle. And uh, just, you know, uh, running around with my hair on fire and, uh, you know, accumulating things. Had the house stuffed to the gills with stuff, right? Um, and then uh, several things happened uh, in quite rapid succession, and one of which is that I was downsized out of my corporate job. Uh, the, uh, the adjustable rate mortgage on my house adjusted, uh, as well as the real estate industry, the, the you know, real estate pricing uh, took the biggest nosedive it has taken in the last 100 years. And all of that sort of added up to the fact of uh, we were in trouble. Uh, and so we had to uh, make some pretty, uh, some pretty large life decisions pretty rapidly. Um, and basically, we just needed to, um, to downsize, purge, consolidate, get rid of a bunch of stuff um, and really kind of um, pull back and, and reevaluate and figure out what the heck we were doing. Mm-hmm. So you did that in rapid fire, it sounds yes. like. Now, I don't know. Uh, obviously, you went from that 3,000-square-foot house to a much smaller house. Um, you, you downsized clothes. You downsized furniture. You downsized quite a few things. Yes. Um, and, and so in this process, you learned a lot. To tell our listeners really the freedom that you received as a result of this downside. Yeah, we we uh, it, it was really quite a eye opening experience, and we learned a ton. Um, and uh, you know, really readjusted our entire lives around it. Uh, we now live in about a nine hundred square foot cottage uh, on a quiet little dead end street uh, next to a big park. Um. The, the house itself was built, I think, in 1890-something, um, and it's just a little, just a little tiny square cottage. Uh, you know, couldn't be, couldn't be any more different than, uh, than our lifestyle was uh, previously. Um, and uh, it, it really, it, it was amazing to me um, how much after after the, the dust had settled and we sort of settled in and and took a deep breath and looked around, um, how much freedom there was in it. Uh, you know how much more we could breathe and and the clarity that it brought um, was amazing to me and and uh, it was really kind of the the start of uh, of my journey into what you would might want to call minimalism mm-hmm. i don't you know i don't know if i'm a minimalist really <laughs> you know what i mean i i don't uh, i don't belong to any clubs or organizations that you, you, right. you know uh, that kind of thing uh, you, you know but um, but you have i mean in the in the sense uh, carry uh, you know through the downsize you've minimized things in your life Yes, and you very did. Definitely. You did say that you know when people get things organized and they get them cleaned up and they they reduce uh, things in their lives that they have a transformation energetically. What happened to you and your wife, and and what 
can you tell people that they would expect by actually going through this purging process energetically? Yes. Well, uh, again, it, uh, to me, it, it allows you uh, the space to, um, you know, to get clear about what you're doing. Uh, it, it, allows, it literally allows you to make better decisions. It allows you to see what you're doing, um, uh, understand more of, uh, of who you are and, and, and be able to um, just, you know, uh, allow that energy in. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to me, your, your stuff uh, has, a, has a gravity to it. You know, it, the well, it more... certainly has an energy, especially, you know, yes. a lot of the things that you collect that you think are so sentimental, you know, or or old pieces of furniture, things you inherited or pictures or, you know, you just name it. There's tons yep. of stuff, right? Yep. And they they all carry energy and that energy affects you, doesn't it? Yes, uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, they're, they're, to me, it's uh, energy. I mean, you, you say energy. I, I, you know, I like to use the word gravity. That to me, there's a there's a there's a heaviness to having too much stuff, uh-huh. and it will, you know, it will suck the energy out of you. Right. Um, uh, you know, it's 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 wearing on you. It's uh, it, it's it's hard to it's hard to own all that stuff and keep track of it and. And maintain it and maintain keep it up, it, which it, is what you yes. were doing in the 3,000-square-foot house. Yes. Now, one of the ways that you recommended decluttering is to approach the process uh, very quickly, and you categorize stuff such as clothes, electronics, furniture. Yes. Um, you, and, and I remember reading in the book, you know, you said, hey, you, you take out all the clothes. You, you know, you just – every yep. closet in the house, just the clothes first, and then – you know, and then you do another category next, you know, and then you go through the furniture and then whatever electronic items. Why do you believe that this kind of categorization approach is the best and what did you learn by doing it that way? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just uh, mostly a, a, a functional thing. In other words, you know, if you uh, say, well, we're going to declutter, let's start with the living room, right? So, I mean, there's all kinds, I mean, in most people's houses, there's all kinds of stuff in the living room. There's, you know, there's lamps, there's furniture, there's computers, there's books, there's rugs, there's, you know, you know, all kinds of stuff, right? Right. And, and it's really easy to get overwhelmed, um, you know, and just throw up your hands as, as well as the fact that, okay, so let's say you, you do the living room, um, and now you're going to go into the bedroom. Well, there's furniture in there. There's clothes. There's books. There's computers maybe in there. You, you know what I mean? Now you got to start over. Well, what do we, you know? Should we keep this computer or that computer? Right. You know, should we should we keep this chair or that chair? Well, we already threw that chair out. You know, it's it's really better to get it all in one place. So you have a, you know, you have a, uh, a better view of it, of the entirety of what you own in that category, and you can say, okay, well, we yeah, we like that one better, and yeah, this one needs to go. Whereas if you you left that one in the bedroom until you got there, then you may have already thrown the first one out. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So this is a way to take inventory of everything at once. It makes it way easier, and and uh, it's uh, it, it makes it yeah less easy to get overwhelmed. Okay. Yep. So now. 
one of the things that happens is, you know, people can go through this purging slash decluttering process and they can run back into what you call clutter creep. Yes. Um, and, and, and you mentioned that to prevent from clutter creep, I think this is I, I um, this is one of my symptoms. You know, I get it all cleaned up and then I end up with all this crap again, right? Yes. Um, that it requires us to develop new habits. What are some of the habits that we need to develop in order to stay clutter-free in your mind, uh, both mentally, physically? You know, when we go to the store, you know, what do we? How do we remind ourselves? You don't really need that X Y Z, right? Yeah, it's, it's really about con- consumerism. You know, uh, I've written several times about, um, you know, consumerism isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean. Uh, our economy is kind of based on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It is. Uh, so uh, I'm not espousing that everyone stop buying stuff. Uh, I mean, you know, we need to, we, you do need to go and buy stuff, you, need, you know, and, there, and there's nothing wrong with stuff per se. Uh, I just think you need to be very conscious about what you're doing. You need to be way more conscious about how you buy stuff. What are you buying? Why are you buying it? Do you really need it? Mm-hmm. You know, is it is it just you know uh, you know providing some um, you know uh, emotional filling yeah, an emotional exactly. need. filling some emotional yeah. void that you have? Um, what do you what do you recommend, Carrie? Because you know it's easy to fall into that uh, whatever emotional trap is. Some people eat when they get you know that way. Uh, other people exercise like crazy. Other people do whatever. And But most people do go out when they're feeling a little depressed or something and they treat themselves to something, right? Right. They go buy something. Um, any thoughts on that, on how to – because obviously, look, you went through a major crisis in your life. You lost yes. your job. You lost the house. Uh, you, you moved. You, you had to go through all that. You obviously were feeling those same emotional feelings. Um what was it that clicked for you that allowed you to go this way and for you to stay this way? Yes. Well, I think, um, you know, just reminding yourself to be conscious, um, you know, and another thing, uh, you know, just a little, a little trick you can use on yourself is to, you're out of the store, you see something, oh, I really, I really like that, I really want it. Um, you know, simply just wait a day, go home. You know, think about it, uh, you know, just wait 24 hours and then go back. I mean, it'll still be there in 99.9% right. of the chance, you know, cases. It'll still be there when you get back. Right. Um, and if it's not, you probably weren't meant to have it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, just, you know, just don't, uh, don't allow yourself to knee jerk and just buy stuff. Um, just to buy stuff, right. Uh, right, right, right? You know, just just be conscious. Be conscious of what you're doing. Uh, I think that's you know kind of the kind of the underlying one of the underlying um, concepts that, that runs through mo- you know much of my writing is is to be in the moment and be conscious about what you're doing. Yeah, be in the now, and yes. I and I think that that brings us to a really important point. You, you know, I like your term decluttering our soul. You know. So obviously you went through a huge spiritual transformation and it, it affected you spiritually and emotionally 
And when we do declutter, um, what does it do in your mind? Because look, you you lost a job and then you went into writing. Uh, you went through a whole career change as well. Yes. Um, so your soul was calling you to obviously write at that point, right? To do, yes. you had to make this shift. Um, and so when you downsized, you also had to remove uh, these barriers, financial barriers as well. You had to get things down to a point where it was pretty manageable, I would think, because you didn't have the same kind of money you had before coming in when you had the 3,000-square-foot house, and you were changing right. career too. So right. how did, what happened to your – what was your soul telling you? Well, you know, I mean, uh, it wasn't easy. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that, you know, um, and, and that's one thing I think people need to remember is that, uh, is that you know, this is all a journey. It's, it's just a never-ending journey. And – you know there are there are no magic pills. There are no you know uh, nothing you can do to just snap your fingers and and be happy and joyous all of a sudden just because. But um, what you can do is is learn to let go. Um, y- you know we all have uh, these emotions and these hurts and these um, you know failures and and negative things. That attach to our souls and 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 weigh us down uh, as we go through life, um, and I think releasing those things, letting those things go, learning how to declutter that, let let those you know those those cluttered things that are attached to, release them, learn how to. Um, you know, let them go and 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 just be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, there's you know most of the time there's nothing you can do about whatever it is that's you know right. that's bothering you. Right. Uh, other than acknowledge it, you don't want to you don't want to um, you know try and run away from it or or you know disavow it in any way. You need to acknowledge it. You need to take the knowledge that that it's trying to give you, learn from it, and then let it go on its way. Mm-hmm. Uh, just release it and and be in the now, be in the moment, and and go forward. Well, now you mentioned that getting rid of everything that does not bring us joy. Now I've yes. heard this many times in in kind of decluttering kind of books. It's uh it's it's out there. You also state that we need to throw ourselves into the project and that speed is of the essence. Why is that so and how do we determine out of this whole process what's bringing us joy? Because I know sometimes going through the this process of decluttering and freeing ourselves, it is extremely emotional to detach yes. yourself from those things. So uh, give us give our listeners some uh, recommendations for that. Yeah, it, it can be emotional. In fact, it, I can tell you it will be emotional. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and that's why I say um, in my book I, I mentioned that uh, this is not something to to take on lightly. You know, you don't just get up on a Saturday morning and say, oh, I think we'll just declutter this weekend and here we go and, you know, without really sitting down and and looking at it and and understanding what it's going to take and 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 you know really um uh getting yourself ready to to approach the the project um 
as far as speed goes, uh, you know, speed is kind of a relative thing. Um, really, I think the the main reason I say that is that um, I, I want you to t- I want you to not get bogged down. I want you to do it kind of all in one fell swoop, mm-hmm. as it were. Uh, and and speed, of course, is going to help you help you do that. Uh, the, the key to it is, is not, you know, not do a little bit this weekend, a little bit next weekend, and then the third weekend in August, then we'll get back to it. And, oh, when the kids go back to school, then we'll kind of do the rest. It'll never get done. Right. You know, you'll, you'll do a little bit and, and clutter creep will, will, will start and, and you, you will just not declutter. Um, so the speed thing is more of I want you to when you start I want you to go go as fast as you can and and get it done kind of you know within a within a short period of time and have a plan uh, is what you're saying and having thought through it seems to be important yes um, you know when we're going through this uh, Carrie uh, what do we do with what I term these in between items that are still occupying space right. in our minds that have have some kind of energy it's uh you know you you obviously decluttering you know put it in pile this one the goodwill pile uh the keep pile the toss pile uh you know you've got these identified in your book um and so what happens when you've got these in between items because i think that happens more than not to people yeah and you know um Honestly, probably most of the in-between items probably need to go, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I get it. You know, uh, you'll have stuff where you, oh, I don't know. You know, my grandmother gave me that, and right. You know, blah blah blah. Um, but uh, and so you know, one thing to keep in mind is that a decluttering decluttering project like this is is not a you know, there's no really hard and fast rule to it. I mean, if if something's in between and and you just can't make up your mind about it you know um w- w- what i say to do is is okay go ahead and store it for for a little bit store it for a month right <clears throat> um and depending on what it is uh you know is, is something like that it's better to store it like out of sight uh right. you know and come back to it a month, and then you know, ask yourself, well, you know, does it bring me joy? You know, did did I did I miss it when it was gone? Did did I have a use for it when it was gone? Um, and if you can't if you can't answer yes to any of those questions, then out it goes. Right, makes sense. Um, obviously, now you have a whole chapter on sentimental items. Um, yes. How do you suggest that we approach these sentimental items with relation to purging? Because we're, you know, we, all right, we talked about in-between items. Those in-between <laughs> items don't even need to be sentimental. Those could be just things that yeah. you're indecisive about. It could right? be a blender. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of indecisive stuff. But sentimental stuff is the picture of grandma. It's the, yes. you know, it's the coins. It's the stuff that someone left you. It's the medallions. It's the picture. It's all kinds of things, right? So, uh what did you do with that? So yeah, so again, um, you know, you're not required uh, to throw anything away, right? And uh, like I say, it's, I always say that if you just can't part with it, then don't, you know, mm-hmm. uh, keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but having said that, you know, if um, 
you know, especially with things like pictures or, something, you know, like say like uh, grandma's tea set or, you know, whatever it is, um, the reason you want those things is, is for the memories, right? I mean, basically. Um, and it, when you think about it, I mean, you don't necessarily need that item to have the, fem- to have the memory still. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it helps to kind of keep that in mind as you're going through. Um, and, um, you know, uh, especially with pictures and things like that. Um, uh, in fact, literally, I was just talking to my mom about this last night. Um, they have just recently, my parents have just recently uh, moved into an assisted living center. They're both, my mom's 92 and my dad's 91. Mm. Um, and, um, they just in the last like three months just got done, you know, purging whatever, however long it's been, 60, 65 years they've been married and they just got rid of, of a ton of stuff. Uh, and they still have, it's unbelievable how much stuff they have. And my mom was just, she was just literally saying to me last night, why in the world did we keep all of this crap? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what are we doing with this? I don't want, she said, do you want this stuff? I don't want it, you know. Right. Well, well, your brother Jeff doesn't want it either. Well, I know. Well, what do we do with it? Well, I <laughs> Put it in a mini storage. That's the way Americans are, you know. Yeah. It's not you go rent a mini storage to store your stuff you'll that's never exactly look at. It. That's that's <laughs> the thing. You know, storage is a is a huge. I mean, I, I've got a whole chapter in the book about storage. Right. You know, I mean, it's uh, you're exactly right. People end up with just these just these huge amounts of storage areas. Um, I used to but, say that, and I'm sure you've heard this, people uh, buy things they don't need with money that they don't have and end up storing it at mini storages and paying exactly. to, to paying to have it sit yeah, there to, go, of, to uh, go visit it occasionally and then close the door. <laughs> every month, yeah, just to just have the privilege of going and visiting your stuff. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Um, but you know, my mom was talking about pictures last night. She's got boxes and boxes and boxes of of photographs, um, and of course they're of the age where they're all—they're none of it's digital. It's all hard copy photographs, right? Right. And on and on and on and on. I mean, just these, just literally pounds and pounds. I mean, bo- you know, boxes of of these pictures, and she doesn't know what to do with them. And she and she's torn because you know it's a picture of her of her kid or of a vacation from 19, you know, 60, 68 or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, she doesn't want to just, she doesn't want to just burn them. Right. But she doesn't know what to do with them either. And, and none of us want them. I've got, I've got, you know, a couple of boxes of pictures that, you know, from, from my stuff that, that, that I purged down from boxes of boxes, of boxes. I still have a box. Of pictures, right? Well, that I just I think, get myself I think one to of the away. things that people can do with that, if they really want them, is per, is scan them and put them on a disc. Yes. That's what I did. I, I yes. you can scan them, put them on a disc. You can put them on a on a, 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 a you know one of the little drives. You can do all kinds of things with them. But yes. you know that way they're still preserved, and you can when you want to enjoy them, plug your drive back in and go take a look at them. So well, that's exactly what I told her last night. Is that you know what let's do? We'll you know we'll have a little. 
a little picture party. We'll have uh, my brothers over, and we'll and we'll sit down, and we'll kind of go through them, and we'll, you know, if there if there's a few of them that that uh, that the kids want, we'll take those. Uh, it, you know, put we'll put a pile of just this is what the hell is this? You know, right? Why don't we have a picture of that? And then a picture that, and a pile of tossing pile. Yes. Yeah. And then we'll get a pile of uh, of to be digitized. Right. And we'll go ahead and we'll digitize them all. And then and then once they're digitized, then you can get rid of those. Correct. And you can save the yeah. space because it's really about space. And that brings me kind of to our 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 final question here about. You know, staying in the most moment. You state that the basis of this book really is living in the moment and being present. Yes. Um, and really, when you declutter, you're basically making more space to stay in the moment because otherwise, yes. your energy is being distracted by all this other stuff. What exactly. suggestions do you have for the listeners to live more in the present moment? Um, three or four tips that you could give my listeners about. Staying in the moment as it relates to their stuff. Yeah, and uh, I think um, I think the biggest thing is, like I said, uh, letting go. Let you know, um, releasing those negative emotions. I, I think is is one of the biggest, you know, uh, one of the best ways to to stay in the moment. Um, and uh, and understand that that by decluttering decluttering, you're going to create the space to be able to love yourself better and be able to be clearer about what you're doing and and be able to make better decisions about going forward um i would say uh, also um you know if if your listeners haven't um haven't already uh, uh looked into it i would say that um you know finding a meditation course or learning about meditation would would be an excellent way to to learn how to to be in the moment mm-hmm. definitely and, and then um you know just understand that that to be happy, um, which you know, which is really what we're all after, right? Uh, we're we're seeking joy and fulfillment and happiness, and that needs to be an inside job. It needs to be needs to come from the inside out at all times. Uh, you, you're not going to look to your stuff to make you happy. You need to be happy within yourself, irrespective of of what stuff you have or don't have, and th- and that will create the space for you to. Uh, be able to declutter most of it. Yeah, very well said, and I agree with that. Now, uh, Carrie, where would you direct our listeners to learn more about you as an author, the books, um, yes. any offerings that you have that you'd like for them to know about? Uh, well, I would uh, I would definitely uh, check out the website. That's uh, again Improved Mind Publications, and the the address is improvedmindpub.com. Okay. Uh, check that out, and then, uh, uh, of course, I've got uh, this uh, decluttering book as well as um, quite a few others uh, on uh, Kindle. And I would say just go to uh, you know go to the Kindle store on Amazon. Well, and, you have uh, a new one out. Uh, what's the new one for for our listeners? It's just about ready to. It's yeah, out it, there now. It actually is not out yet. It's okay. going to it's going to drop. Um, just looking at my calendar here. Uh, the 21st, uh, July 21st. I'll well, you might as well week. mention it because uh, by the time this gets aired and on, people can be looking for it. Yes, so it's called Finding Simplicity. Good, good. And we'll do uh, another uh, podcast for that one for you, Carrie. Yes. And so I would say uh, uh, just go to the Carrie David Richards uh, page on, on, on Kindle. Okay. And take a look. Great. 
He's got several books there. Uh, Carrie, it's been a pleasure having you on with us speaking about getting or get clutter free for life this weekend with Carrie David Richards. It's a great little Kindle book. Uh, I can highly recommend it. Uh, he approaches this from a standpoint that I think everybody out there needs to look at, and that is, you know, the emotional attachment to have these items. Get free from that. Create more freedom in your life. Uh, maybe you won't become a minimalist, but you'll certainly be on your path uh, to freeing up some of your time and your energy along the way. Thanks so much for being on with us, Carrie. I appreciate you spending the time. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it.